sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, you've landed on Teen Sports Radio. If you're commuting, hello. If you're part of the countryside or listening to us, let's, let's do a little tally here, Dr. D. Number one, Ashburn. Then comes Brussels, Frankfurt, Crowley, Fort Worth, and Round Rock. Thank you, everybody. Lots more cities, but I only can't go through the whole list. It's just too overwhelming. <laughs> just too saying. many. Too many. Dr. D, where else can you find us? Well, of course, AM 1290, FM 96.9. We're online at am1290kzsb.com. And we're on the the stations and the stream at 9 a.m. on Tuesday, as well as uh, we are then again that, that evening, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're at uh, 10 p.m. Then Saturday at 8 a.m. when you're getting up in the morning, have your coffee your breakfast and enjoy. And then once again, am I correct, Erica? I want to say uh, 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's it, big dog. You got it. D, that stands for dog. I didn't know if you knew what your new name changed. <laughs> We're getting it ready. Emily Yurchison is falling out of the chair. Got to say hey to her. Got to say hi to Stephanie. She's back. Okay, we won't even say where she's been, but she's back. That's all that matters. Not where she came from, but where she's here now. Sister Adele Luttrell is in the house. Alex Ramirez. Don Sanders. Dominique Hackett should be here shortly. Hey, guys, it's our intro to the show. School is in full force. Anybody got something that they want to share? Alex, have you changed anything? Are you focusing more on one thing, another thing? Have done any switch check? Are you juicing? That's what I want to know. Have you started juicing? No? <laughs> no. You um, know what? You know what? Honestly, uh, there was one question I should have asked was uh, a juicer. Like the the machine. What does she recommend for? Oh, she's got the best. Well, she's coming back. We get to hold that question, and it that, was that was, quiet. It was yeah, a price. Was the big thing. Like, it was like two bills. I did look it up. I never bought it because we have the ninja. Okay, so and that thing is really loud. Okay, I don't really like you know, but I do. I started doing it. I like it. Um, and there's a gajillion podcasts on juicing. I mean, there's overwhelming studies. At the end of the day, you know, the observer always affects the experiment. So if you believe something's going to work, I think that's 90% of it. You know, yeah. so I did the, fa I'm on 58 day of fasting. And of that, all those days, I would say I would give myself an A minus because there's a couple of times like I went, I broke fast. I was outside of my window. But for me, I feel my energy has gotten way up. Um, inflammation has gone way down now. Did I put that in my head? I don't know, but it works for me. So I think the struggle that people have, you know, putting, having, entering, having a spirit entering our human form, Emily will say, you got to find your, your path. And that's just yeah. all. And it's hard. And it's, you fall and you get up and you fall and you get up. And there's a lot of healing that has to go along with that. So that's why I like surrounding myself with the Emily's of the world, the Alex of the world, the Don's of the world, the Adele's. You guys are my family. Okay. That's it. <laughs> and I do, I do have a ninja Stephanie, as well. I didn't forget you. I didn't forget you, Stephanie Forrester. Okay. Hey, I didn't forget you. 
Hey, so Erica, how do you how do you use the ninja for juicing? Because I mean, I have a ninja, I and I have all the out. you know accessories. I know this is old school. Like you know, I might as well have gone in the back and you know got the well water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I squeeze it out. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, okay. I don't like to uh, put money. I- I'm not gonna break with two hundred bucks if this is a phase, you know. But as long as I keep seeing the results I'm getting. And then you have to, and Adele could uh, talk to us about this, to how many days it takes to make a habit. So like the pattern, and, and Christine Marie really taught me a couple of things because she breaks fast, but then she does 36 hours of fasting. And I'm like, what? 36 hours? I've never done that. So I did that once. And then so every two weeks, I'll do like a 36 hour, you know? And it, the first, the first, just, it takes people, I would say, two weeks to just be comfortable with the um, uh, five hours or seven hour window that you eat in. Okay. It takes time because you're, yeah. you've got it basically, and you can speak to this better than me, but how I understand it is you have like two buckets of energy. One is the sugar bucket. The other is the fat bucket. So you got to burn through that sugar bucket, but man, you're having dreams of creme brulee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop it, Emily. I can't help it. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I if I think it, I do it. I mean, I wanted to go to Vons before they close and get some chocolate pudding. You know what I'm saying? I oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. that, that reminds me of a fast. I fasted one time years ago for five days, and I remember when I broke my fast, I broke it with chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> nice. So funny. I don't know. There's a lot of mental things to go along that. Adele, Adele, you can help me out here anytime. Well, you know, I used to fast back in the day, but I'm, I can't fast now as far as like I have to eat every few hours, but I do the nighttime, make sure I get 12 hours of not fasting. I mean, of not eating. So that's kind yeah. of my spiel. That that's works perfect. For, that works yeah. for my body. Um, I right. have nocturnal hypoglycemic. So if I don't eat enough protein, and a carb for dinner, I wake up in the middle of the night. It's so strange. Yeah. So, and but I, you know your body, you know. And then yeah. the thing is, is this, guys, you got to drop the ego, okay? Because you get your 30s goes into your 40s, 50s, 60s, or whatever. Your body changes, your hormones change. So, I love yeah. when people, oh, I've never had a problem drinking milk. And, you know, and I've had to stop drinking milk like six, seven years ago because I, man, it doesn't take but 15, 20 minutes. I start sneezing. Yeah. But then we talked about this on the show. Then Dominique does a deep dive on milk. And now you buy the A2 milk. Okay. I mean, Google it. You, you'd be shocked to see what they've done to the milk. All right. And it's not me. I remember when my kids, because I breastfed both of my boys. Okay, let's just get personal. All right. And I, they went right to the cup. So, and it was milk. But I remember a lot of my friends who didn't breastfeed, their kids were all allergic to milk. So they had to do all that other alternative stuff. But you know something? It wasn't that 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 milk was not the milk that we had. Okay. Growing up, it's a different kind of milk. They've, they've switched it around. It it has to do with the proteins and all that other kind of stuff. So now you could buy those, the certain things that you could be allergic to, not saying. Um, and then now they have it in the stores. It's called A2 milk and it doesn't have those things that you might be allergic to in it. So you got to check it out. So it's like I say, everyone has their own path, their own journey. And mm-hmm. you just, you have to understand and identify that it is your path and your journey and figure it out. Don't, don't be lazy. You don't make, try to get something that works. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dawn, you're not a faster, are you? No. 
A little bit of accidental intermittent. You know, if I'm yeah. so busy that if I'm so busy that I don't really get time to eat, then whatever I get a chance to take for a quick snack, I try to make it nutritious. And then sometimes I have to go a while before I eat again. But that's kind of unintentional. Well, you've been, you've been to my barbecues, boy, and you know how to bang down the meat. I will say that. <laughs> well, that's that's in the mix sometimes, but I've also cut way back on it from, you know, where I used to be with it. Uh, like okay. someone here said, an adjustment for age, you know, like what worked when you were young doesn't necessarily work as well when you've got a few more years on you. Yeah. All right. So yeah, listen, we have absolutely. our community advocate. I want to take a break, but I want to give her some time. Stephanie Forrester is in the house. Talk to us. I know you've got some news. What's going on in the county? Hi, this is Stephanie Forrester, community activist. And I have um, just, I came back a couple days ago from being in Maui for a month during the fires and only to jump on finding out that starting September 1st, we are able to get Narcan over the counter. Ooh. So that's, that's really good news. Um, uh, so far, it's, CVS in Santa Barbara, the medicine shop. As I'm speaking right now, I keep seeing flashes of news breaking stories of that it's, where it's where it's being distributed now, or where you can purchase it. Really good, good idea for awareness. People are going to see what's and they'll learn that. Gosh, I just don't have it. You have to have, have to have a child or a teenager. I should be carrying around like an emergency kit pack for anything. That's 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 really good. And um, also organizations now can go online and they can get it sent to them for free in bulk. Mm -hmm. So we'll have the access of having the availability of that. So that's, you know, I'm still fighting the fight with fentanyl. So anything that, you know, is moving forward. And I see this is a really good um, push forward. Mm -hmm. um, the federal government, the federal government is paying for the, the bulk amounts that are going to be sent to different um, organizations. So that's, for me, it's, that's woohoo. I'm happy. I know, I know that the, awesome. our county is faced with a lot of cuts. Uh, I know everyone's doing their best. We're a huge supporter of our first uh, responders and all of the people that have to do with this crisis. Are we seeing the numbers reflecting or um, is it gone up? I mean, let's just talk. Let's say what it is. Is it is is it is our problems going up or um, they're going up? Okay, they're going up. Okay, and when why they're going up is uh, last two weeks ago um, in Texas, uh, the border has been open thirty percent more now. So you know we've got a problems, but I can only do what I can do with putting one foot in front of the other. So hmm. there's different, you know. So, all right. Well, we got it's a it's a it, we have to create a united front, and people out there just have to express their knowledge and awareness and stay present and be awake because this is about our kids, guys. Okay, I mean, whatever entity out there is trying to take us out, that's the first thing that you would do is go after the kids. So we yeah, be aware of that. Very proactive on all of this, and they've they've hired their own military. They've hired their own sources to protect the border, but yeah. So, and yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well, it's right. scary times. It's we very all, scary all... times. So, quick yeah. question, Stephanie. So, so the prescription that now is available, uh, more more readily available, I should say, 
Um, and that's supposed to help with the detox of fentanyl. Like, so say someone wants to get sober, they would start going to the narco to, to kind of get no. off the fentanyl. No. Or, or the, no. the Narcan is it's available over the counter, meaning you don't have to have a prescription, meaning um, you can just buy it over the counter now. Narcan is a drug that if you are overdosing, no. you can administrate it to you and you it, it kicks you back up it, you mm-hmm. you in the middle of your overdose or you know towards mm-hmm. the end of your okay and how, is it, how is it administered is it more injection no it's- what was that I, I, you cut off i'm sorry it's um a nasal spray mm-hmm. above, ah. right and there's also an injectable but i think that's pretty much required for more people that know how did you give injections? I, I would recommend everybody here on this show to YouTube it. They have plenty of videos out there just to look. You don't want to not know. You, you can't shelter yourself from it because if you're afraid of it, I'm telling you, the universe is really funny. They're going to drop somebody right in front of you. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> be aware. Don't be afraid. Yeah, but what's really good is that Alex just asked that question and that's but if, that's a great question because people are going to want to know what is this that I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Why is this all over the news now? And then they'll understand that it is there to to prevent somebody from overdosing and dying with the night. You know, people don't know. So it's right. it's a great awareness. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. I mean, I, you know, it, it's just a new epidemic. And I have, you know, I mean, for us as kids in high school, it was more like alcohol having drinks at a party but now it's like fentanyl mixed with the alcohol like they're they're adding so much more to it and it's scary it's really scary and um you know i have a couple of people who have passed away and one who nearly died and it was just it's everywhere like you said erica it's it is on your doorstep it's you don't want to ignore it and uh yeah, you want to be aware of it. And so thank you for answering that question, Steph. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, listen, we got Richard's waving at me. I see you, Richard. <laughs> Everybody stay here. We got Richard Ellsworth right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky Ellsworth, and I'm coming to you live from Life Chiropractic College West. And I thought today may be fun to talk about ears. We have two of them, oh. after all. And, you know, we've talked about 
vision and and a, a bunch of we've talked about fine touch and proprioception before all really cool topics but we haven't talked about ears i don't think really at all um so interestingly enough chiropractic was founded on a an individual named dd palmer who uh gave an adjustment to a deaf individual he gave the adjustment and the deaf individual regained his hearing within minutes um wow. it was pretty pretty phenomenal um and he just had it in his mind as a sort of intuitive thing adjusted some bones in his neck a cervical adjustment um and the guy regained his hearing so hearing is a really cool thing because it's very structural it's not like a lot of our other senses where you can take a supplement or eat something and it's going to help that particular area hearing is based solely on structure and bones so the way it works is it's actually like a drum. So inside your ear, you have a whole bunch of little tiny bones. And when sound comes into your ear, they vibrate in a certain way that triggers nerves and your brain says, oh, I'm hearing this sound. And that's that's essentially how you're perceiving sound. Right. You've heard of, of, of the eardrum, right? That eardrum is actually almost like a, like a drum. You have these little tiny bones. One of them is called the stapes. It's a very common one um, that hangs around the archaeological record. And it goes boom, 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 like a little hammer um, against the drum at a certain vibration so that we can understand it. And we perceive that as music, speech, whatever sort of auditory input we're getting at that time. So one of the best things to do if you're experiencing a hearing problem or something related to hearing like dizziness, vertigo, a chiropractic adjustment is actually going to be the best way to go. Sometimes you can get away with stretching or loosening those bones yourself. So there are certain um, uh, cervical uh, like neck pillows or things that you can put behind um, behind your neck to kind of get some of that curve back that can actually relieve some of the pressure on your inner ear. Um, but more often than not, it's actually the intracranial bones. So the bones that are inside the skull that are actually creating pressure that is causing a slight problem. So sometimes a different type of adjustment is needed. Um, there's a really cool one where it sounds, it sounds painful, but it's not, it's just maybe a little uncomfortable where they stick a balloon up your nose and then essentially inflate it. And it actually moves the bones that are inside your skull back into place. Um, it corrects a specific bone called the sphenoid, which sits in the middle of the skull. It looks kind of like Batman from the front. It has little wings that go up the side. Um, and those greater wings kind of come out on our temples. So you can kind of picture where that is. And it'll actually align that into place, which will cause the other bones surrounding it to fall back into place and relieve a lot of tension and pressure off the inner ear. I got, I got a question. Okay, so every time you see a kid today, they got something, they got the earbuds in and still listen to music or whatever they're doing. Everybody's got either those, you know, that they connected to their iPhone. The earbuds just like, or even the whole, the ear whole thing, thing. Sound counseling. Exactly. So uh, is that, should that be monitored? Are we going to find out in 20 years from now? We should have only put those in our ears for like an hour at one time. So what's the science on that now? Or does it not matter? Yeah, that, that has that does have to be monitored um, more. So it's more about how much sound you're listening to at one time, like how high the decibels are versus something that's constant over time that's going to wear away at you. So if you go to one really loud rock concert or you have your earbuds in and you've gotten used to this, the, the volume that they're at and you increase that volume and then one day it's just a little too loud, you can rupture your eardrum which can cause irreparable damage and, and hearing loss 
um, if you're listening to it at a moderate volume over time, you, you can't necessarily say at this point that listening to music you know, even at even at a you know loud volume over time is going to wear away at you. It's not an over time sort of thing. It's a it's an at once sort of thing, if that makes sense. Um, however, it is important to monitor that because every time you have a lot of sound coming into your ear, you're shaking up your cranium, right? You're shaking up bones. And sometimes those bones can subluxate and go out of place. Does not mean that that can't be corrected. And, and a good chiropractor is, is trained to do that and can make those corrections. So as, as with a lot of things, you know, I, I always recommend make sure that on your, on your team, right? On your, your board of, of healthcare professionals that you have a chiropractor because you, you do need to have that structural part of you taken care of because that structural part of you is impinging on, on nerves that are affecting every other part of your body. Um, super important. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on in relation to all that is balance. So if you've ever experienced, um, if you've ever gone swimming and gotten water in your ear, for instance, you may have had that sensation of vertigo, right? Where maybe your hearing starts to sound kind of echoey and you're walking around and you take a couple steps and you lose your balance a little bit and get a little dizzy. Right. So that is also related to the ear. They call it an inner ear problem, right? Because something as water, I guess, in that case is dislodged, lodged itself into the ear to such an extent that you have that problem that it's making that sort of wish-washy motion. It's moved stuff around. Pressure has built up and now you have a little bit of dizziness. So there's a nerve that runs into there called the vestibulocochlear nerve and that regulates balance. So again, if you have that sort of problem where you have balance, chiropractic adjustment is a good way to go to get that treated. I got a quick question for you in regards to sometimes, especially for swimmers where you do feel water in your ear. I heard that putting a few drops of hydrogen peroxide is a good idea. Do you, do you know what is the good idea for getting the water out of your ear? Yeah. So, so that's a, that's a really quick fix. Um, depending on how deep the water has gone, very often you can actually turn your head to the side and just kind of shake, shake it out or even fall asleep on that side. Um, you know, so the gravity helps the water move out of the ear canal and water will water, water flows. Um, and it will want to do that. It will go with gravity. Um, if it's a little bit deeper, hydrogen peroxide is a really good option because it will go in and dry it up. Um, you just have to be very careful that you regulate how much you put in there. Because if you put too much, it can make it worse. If you put just the right amount, it will dry up the water. Um, so, you know, that's something I would ask a healthcare professional about before you go and do that. Um, a healthcare professional will actually probably administer that and, and be able to, um, to take an x-rays or MRI to actually see how much water is in your ear. Cause it really depends on how deep it's gotten. Huh. So what is there a good thing for our swimmers? Should they be wearing like earplugs or something to prevent the water from going in their ears? That's an interesting question. I, I don't know enough about swimming. My guess is, is that because swimming is based on a lot of balance and proprioception in the water, that you wouldn't want to limit your hearing in any way by, by putting something in your ear like an earbud. Um, it, you may just have to, you know, what happens is, you know, when you're going down like a really steep hill or you're going up really high and you do it really fast and your ears pop or you're up in an airplane and your ears pop. So all of that relates to pressure. So that's really what we're kind of looking at here. So what happens with a lot of swimmers is you'll be swimming 
and you'll you'll turn your head to the side if you're doing a crawl or something and breathe in. If you breathe in and don't swallow without exhaling at the same time, that pressure builds up and you cause that pressure to go into your ear. If water is in your ear, when that happens, it's going to drive the water deeper and create that problem. So it's really important to learn how to breathe when you're swimming. And I'm sure, you know, swimming coaches will, will tell, you know, their, their, I don't know what you call them, students, their athletes, um, how to, how to do that. Um, but that breathing has to be very effective where you make sure that you exhale when your face is out of the water. So nice. to get back to the kids should not wear earbuds all day. You know, you can do it. I've seen it done. Um, the, the, the problem is, I would argue, would be EMFs. You have a lot of electromagnetic radiation that's, that's bombarding your skull from both sides. Um, in, in light of that, I would say, no, don't do it. Um, it's not going to cause a physical problem to your ear unless you're blasting music really, really loudly in that one in instance, right? But but you are being bombarded with with electromagnetic radiation from both sides going straight into your brain. Like that's that's going to cause problems. Got it. That makes sense. Thank you so much, Richard. That was hey, wonderful. Yeah. Richard, hey, we okay. Every week I ask you who's up after you. <laughs> oh, this is going to be Don Sanders with a Huga. Huga, <laughs> how do we get hold of you? Uh, you can email me at r ellsworth e l l s w o r t h at college lifewest edu. All right, thank you. Stay here. We'll be back with more. Come on in, work it for me, and let your body move. We are here together, and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight, we gon' dance around where all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. right. Now step it to your left. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, for Teen Sports Radio, this is Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com. And I'm going to bring you a huga, which is a Scandinavian term for something that gives you a comfy, cozy feeling without necessarily getting the hug. And as uh, Erica was talking about life plans earlier... Uh, the subject I wanted to do, I recently saw a Netflix special called Lessons, uh, Live to 100, Lessons from the Blue Zones. These are countries where people, an unusually high number of people live to over 100. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to table that one for a future huga because uh, I want to go into more detail. But to plan your future, I mean, if you're like me, teens, when somebody used to say, a counselor would say, where do you see yourself in five years? I'd say, uh, I can remember what I had for breakfast. Do you want that? And and so, you know, my mom, I think, knew that this is an awesome, uh, it's an awesome undertaking. So what she did was put it to me, look, find something you'd like to do, because whatever you pick, you're going to be doing it a lot. Then if you have something else you really like to do, maybe just keep that for your enjoyment or enjoyment with friends. Don't monetize it. And so for me... The, the, uh, the main subject ended up bodywork and massage for a variety of reasons. If you've heard me on here before, you may know some of them. But then the, but then the other one was music, in particular singing. 
I, I used to read music and play two instruments, but I kind of, you know, like some people let foreign languages lapse. I kind of let those lapse. So I still try and keep them going, but singing I can still do. So recently I was just invited by a group of people at my, at my sangha to sing with them. They were playing the music and I was singing Drift Away. And oh my goodness, was I flooded with the greatest huga moment of all the feel good, uh, you know, feel good chemicals possible. So at least young folks to to be thinking about what gives you the juice and and do you already know even what doesn't sometimes you may have to reconsider that later but my mentor uh, Daisaku Keda of the SGI USA internet and international Sokogakai said uh, in the blink of an eye we're old and i used to think oh that's kind of an exaggeration but at a certain point it's not <laughs> so i just wanted to ask everybody here have you kept something that gives you the juice that you do not expecting to make your living or survive by it. Can I just ask everybody here, you got anything like that? Em, you got something. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I can definitely relate to the music uh, because, and, and that is what, how I make my living is, and uh, singing is so incredibly healing and music is so incredibly healing. So I'm so glad that you, that you have experienced that. And, but the other thing that I started doing is dancing. And I've always loved to dance ever since I was little. I love to sing and dance. And so music became my, my path in terms of the work that I do, but I've been taking dance classes and I've noticed how I move through the day in a way, and it actually helps. It feeds so much into the music making, but if you can move through your day, like oftentimes we have, just like we have in our voice, we have a certain range of movement that we do. And so, you know, we, we kind of stay limited in that, but when you start to move through the day in a, a way that you're dancing. There's such a joy that can come through that. So I've been doing um, bachata and salsa dancing in particular, and um, I don't want to monetize it. And I know because I, nobody would ever pay me to dance, but it's so much fun. So thank you for that question. Nice. Anybody else? <laughs> I put pachaca on my chimichanga. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> I said, I put pachaca on my chimichanga. Hey, <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. Anybody else? <laughs> I think I think the bottom line on this is just the fun of the discovery. You know, try as many uh, things. I always I said this to my kids. We did everything. We did the fencing. You know, we did the taekwondo. We did karate. We played all the sports until they and and in the, that moment they grabbed it. But in two weeks later, the energy might not be there. But I never like if I set up for lessons, I never let him quit. Just say, look, you you hounded me for these eight lessons. Don't I don't not going to hear all oh, model. You're going to finish those eight lessons no matter what. But in the discovery, I think it's important, Adele. Well, I just think I'm trying to think of something I do now, but I think just the idea of incorporating play into our life and doing playful things. It could be anything. Um, it could be getting together with friends and laughing. It could be going on a hike, surfing. Um, just having fun and you're not going to make money usually by having fun. There's very few people that get to do that for very long. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Emily's going, I can't. <laughs> yeah. you know, so I just think it's important to incorporate fun. That's, that's my, my thing. Dominic Good. always says that, uh, just do what brings you joy, right? Mm -hmm. Do what Richard. brings you joy. So listen, 
We're going to take a little break right now. What brings me joy is going to be listening to Adele Luttrell right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back and I let go with so much The Queen of Teen, please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Oh, it's Adele Luttrell from Torrance, California, Family Therapist. I wanted to introduce the topic of stress and stress management today. And it's such a broad topic, and I think it's something that we'll just keep harping on until the end of the year. And we can hopefully promote discussions on ways ways to manage stress, how to cope with stress. When I think of stress, you know, what that means to me, I just came up with a, a sentence today, this morning, my own words. Stress management is the ability to cope and thrive with the demands and responsibilities of life. So it's the ability to not just cope, but to also thrive with demands and responsibilities of life. And uh, the teens are all going back to school now. So stress levels, I imagine, are going to be higher than normal. And teenagers have some particularly unique stressors. Um, They're going through a phase of development where they're transitioning into adulthood. And that's extremely stressful. They have more responsibilities that they're expected to juggle. And you teens out there that are, you know, students that are, you know, studying, you're, you know, you want to get good grades, you're participating in a sport. And I know we had the cross country team on earlier today talking about that and juggling their family relationships and their friend relationships, their social and and thinking about their future. What are they going to do about the future? It's an incredibly stressful time for teenagers. And You know, I also think of the different kinds of stress. There are things that are common to all of us. We all encounter stress that's very common to all of us every day, and we have to learn how to manage it. It's 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 also stress is also in the mind of the beholder. Like what is stressful to me may not be stressful to somebody else. And I also think that sometimes stress just happens to us or, as Erica would say, happens for us. And these are things like my sister just got back from Maui, incredibly stressful time that happened to the people in Maui, something that was beyond their control. But as Erica would say, it happens for us. So being able to think differently about what kind of comes to us can be very helpful. There's a saying by William James that the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. And that often we have to accept things that we cannot control. And stress is really caused sometimes by how we think about it. Um, There's also, you know, sometimes we create our own stress by thinking and our behavior. So examining our, our stress in our life and how are we thinking about the stress? How are we behaving? Are we contributing to our stress by behaving in ways that aren't healthy? So it's a very, very big topic, and I know I'm all over the place, but I just want to leave you um, with one 
one little tip for managing stress that I know teens, you know, I have a really hard time with, and that's getting enough sleep. I'm always surprised when I would talk to teens in my counseling sessions, I'd always find out what they were eating, how much they were sleeping. And often they were going to bed at midnight and getting up at 5 a.m., staying up really late, doing homework, you know, on their devices, you know, communicating with their friends. And then they'd have to get up at 5. And I just wanted to pull my hair out. I mean, some kids, if you can get to bed a little bit earlier, maybe 11 to 6, that's better. But really developing sleep habits that will help you to cope with your everyday life and stress. That's so important. So I think that maybe, um, you know, things like developing a bedtime ritual, I think that's really helpful. I know that parents do that with their children, right? They give them a bath, they read them a story, maybe they get a snack, and then they get put to bed. And so I think teenagers, you can do, and all of us can do this at night. Maybe you turn your device off an hour before you go to bed. I know they recommend two hours, but if you can do it an hour before bed, maybe take a bath or a shower. Water is very relaxing to your body. It, you know, it's cooling, it's refreshing, it helps you to unwind taking a, a shower. Maybe listening to some music before bed or engaging in a little uh, meditation if, if you're into that of kind of examining your day, maybe letting go of some of the stress. And doing those things before bed, kind of winding down, that can help you to get a better night's sleep. Mm -hmm. And so I think if anything helps manage stress, I would say sleep is number one. Having mm -hmm. enough rest mm -hmm. and sleep to cope with the demands and responsibilities mm -hmm. of life. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And our out in our house, this is funny. Our house, it starts the shutdown starts at 6 30 when Dominique's alarm goes off and it says on the phone, put the chickens to bed. Okay. This is how we start our shutdown. We first we gotta tuck in the chickens. Okay. This is what we do. Then we have to clean the kitchen. Then we play an hour of hearts. Emily, I know you play hearts. You haven't been over oh. at the house yet. It's brutal, it's cutthroat. Okay. Then we just do our, everybody goes in a little cubby, returns emails, do whatever like that. But the key for us is shutting down the technology two hours before we go to sleep. And I have, I sleep through the night now. And it really is, you can't be on the phone or on the computer right before bed. My mm -hmm. brain isn't shutting off. Mm -hmm. And so when I shut it down two hours before I actually want to go to sleep, Oh my God, what a game changer that's been. I can't believe that's like for all ages. Don. Yeah, we've tried to make it at least an hour, like, you know, uh, devices off at 9.30, option to read till 10.30, then lights out. Right. And, yeah. and we have a hard time hitting that rhythm. And a lot of times it's just two of us here, but we still sometimes have a hard time, you know, hitting that rhythm. And uh, as someone said, if you get devices involved, then you get stimulated again, which just, you know, defeats yeah. the purpose. I can imagine Emily right at eight o'clock, she starts dancing. <laughs> I have a, a nice ritual too. And I love the bath idea with lavender Epsom salt. And then I have a cup of maca ashwagandha tea, which really helps balance your hormones and get you ready for bed and then nice music. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in the sleep ritual. <laughs> you got that down, Emily. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is sweet. That is awesome. All right, listen, we got a little bit of show left. 
Stay here! And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, guys. So Heather Bond here with Bond Fitness and Adventures. And um, I'm actually out at Dos Pueblos High School right now. So um, DP. Kind of, yeah. Kind of exciting. We've got um, school is underway. I think all the schools in the county are back in session now. Woo. And um yeah. So long. How, how, I got. I got to say, how does the royal want to go and be a charger with Keely? What are you doing? <laughs> right. I know. It's like I was. I was at the home of the royals yesterday, checking out the wrestling room. I felt like a spy. I felt really strange doing that. So now I, I'm out. I'm a charger at the moment. However, my mom was first graduating classes of Dos Pueblos. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, that's okay, three. Yeah. Yeah, so I do have that one. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so I am, uh, yeah, a lot of exciting things happening right now. We've got, um, the sports are underway. They've been underway since um, summer. Uh, kids have been training, uh, working hard. Actually, one of the uh, the cross-country team out at um, Dos Pueblos, um, they are, uh, they've had a couple meets so far, and they're under their way. I'm going to be heading to the um, athletic roundtable on Monday. Uh, nice. With a different student. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, so right now, um, I have got, I've got kind of an exciting little uh, thing happening. All the kids that I had at Waldorf School, they've all branched out now. They're all little athletes, and um, uh, they're all at the different schools from CARP, Laguna Blanca, Santa Barbara, Stan Marcus, and... The Chargers. A <laughs> <laughs> so, shout out um, to Waldorf School. <laughs> yes. Big shout out to Waldorf School for sure. Um, anyhow, so kind of something that's really exciting for me, and I think she's really found her niche, is my daughter, Keely. She is um, She's on the girls' wrestling team. Wow. wow. Nice. Yeah. Right? So that is exciting because I'll tell you what, back in 1985, I wanted to be on the wrestling team so bad at San Marcos, but they didn't have a girls team. So, you know, I want to make a plug for this, especially for girls. Try out stuff like this because it actually makes you more comfortable in your body and you actually know better how to protect yourself. Wrestling is fabulous. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, when I saw on the roster that they had a girls wrestling team, I'm, I'm telling you what, I had this gut reaction and I got a surge came through me and I was so excited. I was like, oh, I mean, on, I wasn't trying to live vicariously or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying I, I just had because she said, oh, I'm going to go out for cross country. 
And I was like, okay, you know, I was cross country run. I was a track. That was my sport. And, um, I didn't really see that for her, but I was giving her kudos for going, I'm going to do it. I'm going to push through it. And, um, and then the first day she was like, let's go talk to the wrestling coach. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, so what do they got out there for cross country though? I mean, I've been hearing good things. Yeah, they do. So coach Jackson, awesome, awesome guy, really nice coach. Um, he is, um, he's the real deal coach. He's a great coach. And so he invited me to the athletic round table, like I said, on Monday. So I'll be interviewing, uh, probably about three of their cross country runners. And, nice. um, so that's, they have a big meet coming up this weekend and, uh, they did really well on their last meet that was in, um, out at UCSB actually. So they kind of had a soft start local. And, uh, so that was great. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, flat girls flag football. That's a new thing too. Wow. And, um, yeah. So actually one of Keeley's, uh, media arts technology, um, teachers, uh, coach Keynes, he is the flag football coach for the girls out at Dos Pueblos. And, um, they, I believe they won their last game. They're doing really well. It seems to be like, yeah, it's a big group of girls. It's a contingency of like, whoa, okay. You know, so it's coming on kind of strong and that's exciting. Um, probably because of the growth of Friday night lights, which has been the flag football, right? Right. Right. I bet so. Yeah, I bet so. So, um, yeah, so we've got that and, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be grabbing him at one point and we're going to have a little talk with him. I spoke with one of the, uh, team players, Ava, Ava Moonball, and she's a great, she's a former Waldorf student also, and she's on the flag football team and, uh, she's loving it. She's loving it. She said it's awesome. Yeah. So there's that. And also we've got down at Santa Barbara High, they're um, going into their preseason right now, but we got the girls water polo team. And um, yeah, they're they're training pretty hard. Not to be that this is just about girls stuff, but I'm just saying these are the ones that I'm talking about right now. (laughs) So um, they're going pretty hard into preseason. And that's a really demanding sport. I mean, you know, the conditioning that they have to go for it. And the one gal, she's a freshman, freshman, uh, down at Santa Barbara and, uh, she's going on their varsity team. And, um, so they're super excited about that for sure. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm really excited about doing the whole, um, do your recap as many times as we'd like you to come. How many, t- how many people think you should do it weekly? Woo! Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an adventure. This is what we need. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, so there is. There's so much excitement, and for me, like you said, it's a whole different, a whole different uh, um, world here from Waldorf into the high schools now. But I'm really loving it, and I would love to come back and uh, put the segment in and do recaps on all the different sports including hey, the boys there yeah. you go we'll hit the boys more next time but listen we have only a minute but i you know you're a fascinating person to follow and real quick we got a minute but trekking ambassadors really quick talk yes. to me real fast awesome awesome thank you yeah so 
So trekkingambassadors.com, you got to go check it out. It is a, a, a project under the Santa Barbara Wellness Center, Inc. Woo, thank you very much. And um, we are on a mission. We are bringing light and sight to very remote places in the world. We hike in all the aid. We've been to Tanzania and Nepal and we've hiked in about 350 solar lights and uh, reading eyeglasses to extremely remote uh, villages. So we're just getting ready to do a big fundraising um, piece coming up. So that's it so, for now. All right. So let's do this. What's your phone number if somebody wants to get a hold of you because they need some fitness? Ah, 805-448-7470. Thank you, Heather, and all the athletes from Dos Pueblos High School. Woo! We had a show today. Emily, Don Sanders. Thank everybody here. Emily, keep it, keep it shaking, bacon. <laughs> That's shaking bacon. Hey, everybody, hug it out this week, all right? We're coming back. We're in the Renaissance. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single day.